Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You 
Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey, man. Got a radio show. How good is God, huh? Think about it. Just take a slight inventory of your own life and say it to yourself when you get through. How good is God, huh? Think of all the small things. All this, because that's him. You breathing, that's him. You still here, that's him. You got another chance, that's him. You ain't out of here, that's him. You got any measure of health? That's him. You think it's more to it than it really is, than it already showed up to be? That's him. All of that. You got any dreams or aspirations? You dream of other things? That's him. All that. That's him. That's him. Them clothes you got? That's him. Every time you eat, that's why they had this thing called You Say You Grace. That's him. See, that's him, man. That's him. It's amazing when you take a small inventory, how you find out how big God really is in your life. Now, the more you turn yourself over to him, the bigger he can be for you. See, he'll only be as big as you let him. It's one thing about God. Now, he's a gentleman. He can make you do anything. You know, you get too big for him. You know, you, 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 you lose your humbleness. He can humble you now. God created man with the power of choice. We're the only creature he created that he gave us the total power of choice. When we mate, who we mate with, you know, everything, all of it, man. It's a choice. What we want to be, how much we want to make, where we want to live, what climate we want to live in. We can live in cold climates, hot climates. You know, we speak different languages. You can go learn another language. A bear can't do nothing but be a bear. He can't go learn how to be a fox. He can't go learn how to be an otter. He just can't. An ostrich is an ostrich, man. He can't come out here and fight like a lion. A lion is a lion. A lion eat meat. He can't eat vegetables. I don't care how much meat ain't around. He'll lay down and pull up out of here and die because he can't eat grass. He's just a lion, man. You understand this? That God gave us. We are the one creature he created that has total power of choice. You can make every decision in your life. What kind of watch you like? That's the one you can buy? You want to live in Switzerland? Go ahead. You don't like Switzerland? You can move to Miami. You want to live your life of crime? Go ahead. That's you. He gave you the power of choice. You want to do right? Come on. So now, look at this thing. We are all the results of a a series of decisions that we have made. If we could just identify that the problem is us, we could begin the solution. See, that's the problem, y'all. It's us. It's what we do. I threw my life down the hill. I can't tell you how many years based on some decisions that I was making. Now, I can justify my decision where I wasn't happy and I was doing this and I was in misery and y'all on there. Yeah, 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 Steve, when you get through, you made the decisions. Hey, you can look at this any way you want to, y'all, but at the end of the day, I'm just talking to people that's really, really wanting to improve their position in life. 
And how do you do that? You got to have a solution. How do you come up with a solution? You got to identify the problem to even begin to solve it. But if the problem ain't ever you, how you going to solve something that ain't you? See, okay, let me look at it this way. If somebody say, like, I got a child of mine, man. I just do right here, man. I, I don't even want to get into it this morning. Boy, I'm struggling with this, this boy. I, but, man, you, you go to people, you ask them why they do something. I just did. I just wasn't taking care of business. Why? I just didn't take care of business. Boy, do you understand that your life is going to be filled with you got to take care of business? So when you going to start? You know, man, you can't. You can't. You, you can't go through life blaming everybody. It's got to be you. See, you can fix you. You can't fix nobody else. If you keep getting married and the marriages don't work, hello, 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 could it be you? See, I finally had to sit down and just make that decision. Ain't no need of me coming on the radio talking about nobody else and what they did to me and y'all just don't know. No, 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 man. What about the part you played in? Because, see, if you got a good marriage, you got a part to play in that. If you got a bad one, you got a part to play in that. Even if it just get down to you the one picked them. How about that, mister? Mister, I made a decision. So, you know, man, once you can start identifying the problem, you can get on with the solution. The problem is usually within yourself. Do you know that's the quickest and easy way to fix your life? Fix yourself. That way you ain't got to check with nobody. Here's the beauty of going on and admitting that it's you. You don't have to check or clear it with nobody to start the repair process. You don't need anybody's permission. You ain't got to put it before the review board to see if it'll pass. It ain't got to go through Congress. You ain't got to hope that your uh, local politician get their hands on it and make a phone call for you. You ain't got to ask any counselors to come in and sit with you. You don't have to check in the rehab. All you got to do is decide. The problem is me. I'm going to start changing me. Identify the problem and start with the part that you can own up to. Man, that's the deal, y'all. It really is. And see, you when you once you identify the problem, then all you got to do is start to plan it. Once you identify the problem, you can start planning on how to fix it or how to get to accomplishing something. But remember this, planning is important. If you fail to plan, then please plan to fail. If you fail to plan, then guess what? Please plan to fail. It cannot go any other way. If you don't know how to make a plan, let's just start with the basics. Just make a list of what you want. If you don't know how to make a plan, I bet you know how to make a list of things you want. Make this list and then go to God in prayer with an open mind. And open your mind up to all the clean opportunities that are available. Here's why a lot of people won't succeed. Because certain opportunities come along, you don't want to do them. That kills me, man, when I hear people. I ain't doing that. I know young comedians that come to me all the time talking about, 
man, what you know? I said, man, just take every gig you can. No matter what it pay, well, l- l- listen to me, son. You can go make that money that it pay, or you can make the decision to sit at home and make no money. It's a comedy hard business. They ain't paying but $100. You got to drive, drive 50 miles. But if you drive 50 miles and you make the 100 and you stand on that stage for 30 minutes, you are now 30 minutes better than you was the last time you went on stage. Oh, man, I, yeah, man, they don't pay me. I ain't coming. You ain't finna be a comedian, man. Not, 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 not like this here. A lot of people just don't want to do what's necessary to do. So when the opportunity presents itself and you open up your mind to it, man, then get ready to go on and do it, man. You know? So remember, come on, y'all. Identify your problem today. Identify your problem today. And start with the part of it that's you. You can fix you immediately. Identify your problem today. Start with the part. Dash you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Today we have several special announcements. I'll make them after I introduce everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Happy Friday. That's a forecast today. Carla Pharrell. What's happening, crew? Happy Friday. Moving on into who is finna be by Junior. Morning, huh? Uh-huh. What's up, Jay? What up, Steve? Honey, watch out there now, man. And the king of prank. What's up, nephew Thomas? Top, top. Yay, yay. All right, y'all. <laughs> What? This morning, what? I came to work. Uh-huh. I see Junior walking up the hall. Yeah. Junior, you know, Junior wear a suit just about every day. Oh, yeah. The majority I, of the day. Every day. Just, just like his Just own. about every day. Mm-hmm. As soon as he gets in his office, I'm talking to him and his boy, Brian. They got their little backpacks on, you mm-hmm. know, what that is. They no, took no. their backpacks off. soon as he took his backpack off, Junior took his damn jacket off. Mm-hmm. Shirley and Carla. Uh-huh. Yeah. Junior got on a skin tight <laughs> V-neck sweater. All right, sexy, <laughs> sexy That I'm talking about, what if on is DM clear and you uh-huh. can't tell him nothing? <laughs> Stomach just shrunk down. Junior, yeah. I ain't even know Junior had shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Junior's shoulders got some cuts in it. <gasps> Boy, that boy's stomach oh, flattening man. out. Oh, man. <laughs> you can't, I mean, got his shirt tucked in so damn tight, Shirley. Uh-huh. His shirt ain't been tucked in all year. Dog ain't had a, dog, he wear his shirt out. Out. Been out Take all year. He fine. Is he fine? Could Girl, let me send y'all a picture. He GQ ready. He GQ ready. stand up over there. You sexy, Junior. Oh, we gonna put it on the gram right too, Steve Harvey FM. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Get his pose. Oh, that's a good Get turn forward. <laughs> sexy with it, Junior. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, this is all because he's st- he's getting Cleanse. ready to turn forty. Cleanse. Yeah, and he's getting ready to turn. He wanted to. But change this his boy life. right here, Shirley. Uh huh. This boy right here. What? So dapper. I, it scared me. <laughs> He too clean. Yeah. But see, he couldn't wait to take that jacket off. He no. couldn't get the jacket off fast. <laughs> you hot, Junior. You hot. It's hot in here. <laughs> Send me the picture. I'm, 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 I'm working on it now. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he ain't we'll had his we'll jacket off all year. You all take the longest to send stuff. Okay, Whoa, so. Junior. Uh, junior, look at you. Day 19. Oh, you on day 19? Day oh, 19. Oh, wow. Oh, mm-hmm. 
Your face is slimmer? Dog, yeah. this D-Herbs Cleanse has been doing it for Junior. Yeah, absolutely. Go, Junior. Uh, Coach, I'm fit by 40, but when we get to sand and soul, trust and believe when I step on stage, there will be no shirts. Uh-huh. <laughs> trust and believe when we get to sand and soul. Is that a sand and soul. Whenever I step on stage, there will be no shirts. Hey, Junior. Uh-huh. Junior, what we're going to do is shirt open. <laughs> yeah. On, at sand and soul. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I might, I might just be able to button mine down to my sternum. <laughs> Jay will walk out there with no shirt on at all. All right, we got to go, guys. Uh, we, we forgot to mention that today is Nephew Tommy's birthday. We'll talk about that when we come back. But, oh, boy, we have to tell you what happened at a coffee shop in Canada where this lady just let it all go. We'll be back at 32 after the hour uh, with something funny. You want, uh, she something let funky. it go. Yeah, something funky. It hit the fan. Yeah, something funky is right. Funky. We'll be back uh, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, before we get into something funky, are we uh, renaming this segment? Uh, we got to say happy birthday to the nephew. Today's yes. Tommy's birthday. Yes, yes. happy birthday, Tommy. Nephew. How old you today, dog? Thank you. No. 45. 45. <laughs> All right, man. Whoa, whoa. Stop lying, I'm going, man. I'm going, I'm going backwards. Go back with it, dog. Take Benjamin it back. Buttons. Dog. Hey, dog. 50 what? What are you now? One. 51? 51. You guys are Go 10 on, years man. apart, Good, Steve. Yeah, exactly I know that. I just I like, like to hear him say it. <laughs> As president of Team Tommy, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> yes. Go, Tommy. And the sir. only member. Of Team Tommy. <laughs> no, that's, well, not you, 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 that's not true. You uh-uh. could campaign and get some more members. Now. You could do. We're, hey, we're on Team Tommy. What are you that's talking about? Yeah. The way y'all walked away from at the race, y'all are not <laughs> on Team <laughs> Well, not that day. Well, y'all <laughs> Team Tommy. We were before the race. <laughs> well, you lost, lost my blankety blank. Yeah. <laughs> We the way bu- y'all walked away that day, Man. that's not Team Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, happy birthday, Tommy. Happy any, birthday, Tommy. Any special plans? Thank you. Oh, but you no got to hang you, out with the wife and kids. No plan. And that's and yeah. next hour when you when you go, you and Uncle do sports talk. You have something uh, special to tell us. So, uh, I got to yeah. tell y'all what happened at the game. Okay. Okay. Rock is good. Rock is good. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, man. Yeah. Have a Thank great you, day. Yeah. 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 Happy birthday, Neff. Would you get him on? Did you sir. get him anything? Oh no, no. <laughs> I said you ain't bought me nothing. Though? No, no, I gave you the job. <laughs> <laughs> That's your that, gift. That's your that, gift, that, Steve. The gift that, was that keeps on years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you better thank the Lord, you still. When you open up your check, say happy birthday to yourself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jay Junior, did y'all did y'all get me something, Jay and Junior? Ah, I'm Team Tommy. I got you something. Happy birthday. Here it is. Man, Here it is again. Happy birthday. Dog, I always get you something, Tommy. I got you a hard time today. <laughs> That's it. I know my ladies got me, though. I ain't worried. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's ladies. in the mail. It's in the mail. Yeah. It's coming. It's in the mail to where? To the chateau. It's going straight to the chateau. Gifts in the mail. The gift is okay, in the mail. Okay, Tommy, do you want to go to lunch or something today? Surely we could take him to lunch. Oh, take yeah, because yeah, he just got paid. Okay, take good. Take him to a drive-thru. <laughs> I'll you hear that? That's great. I, I mean, you hear that? I mean, um. <laughs> Did you hear that? We could take him out to lunch. He just got paid. 
because wow. y'all abuse my nephew because he always pays for y'all. Because he's such a gentleman. Always. That ain't got nothing to do he with being a gentleman. He won't allow us to pay, Steve. We have tried on occasion. No, y'all ain't. Shirley, you y'all ain't, ain't never tried. tried, Shirley. Yes, we have. No, you haven't, Shirley. It, remember that time back no. in 2000? No, and, we don't. Um, we. No. Oh, now you're in it, Steve. <laughs> no, no, we don't because y'all have been abusive to him the entire time. No, we you haven't. You and Carla and Monica have never ever huh. offered he's just such a gentleman y'all ain't never bought him lunch it uh, got nothing to do with we a gentleman. have tried oh, we have tried he just won't never. let us pick uh, pick up the check y'all ain't he's never a tried he's a gentleman tommy do you recall shirley trying never shirley have has i never tried, tried tommy have i shirley, tried let me tell you let, let, let me tell you something about shirley mm. shirley will outsit you yeah. You know how you sit there in the building? Shirley will outsit you oh, and sit tough. there an extra hour. And you, till you yeah. just gone. Yes. I think I've tried. Yeah. I think I've tried. Have I tried, Tommy? Uh-uh. I don't think so, Carl. No. Let, 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 me, let me say what this, What is outsitting, Tommy? What is that? Let me tell you something. Shirley has sat there so long, we ate again. <laughs> it was like I ain't lying. It Hold up, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, let me tell you huh? how they did me. Oh, Her, Carla, and Monica. What happened? I had a meeting at a restaurant in L.A. Oh, yeah. Uh, Asian restaurant. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm over there in the meeting. They done ate. The mm-hmm. meeting lasted a long time. Ooh, it was mm-hmm. long. I go over to their table, sit down, mm-hmm. and I order something. Uh-huh. Yeah, help yourself. Yeah. They ordered a few more things. Right. Well, we've been there forever. <laughs> Hold up, dog. And then guess what? Tommy, I paid for that. They had finished eating. Their tab was on the table. The lady bought two checks, went back, put it all on one check, and brought it to me. And they sat there. Aren't you glad we work with such gentlemen? You guys Tommy, just Tommy, don't let us pay. act like they right, ain't ate a yes. damn they, thing over there just they, sucking on drinks. That's outsitting you, one dog. Time, the one time you. I went to um, breakfast with Shirley uh-huh. and Monica, Yeah, they left me in the restaurant. They left. We had shopping they, to do, they, Jay. They got up and walked out. Yeah. I'm still sitting there. What? Didn't what pay was it breakfast, Jay? Tip. Nothing. Wow. Just, just we leave. were done eating. What, 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 what are we? What are you supposed to That's do? Them types. Other Let people, me tell you this here. Other no, people no, no. needed hey. that booth, Jay. I can beat that. <laughs> I have taken Monica to lunch, and she ordered her her lunch and her dinner as a dog <laughs> bag. Yeah, to and take home. home. To take home. And yeah. took it home. We don't, yeah. You know, we don't cook. <laughs> That way you don't have to cook. What, what is because the Monica is country than all of them. Yeah. Planning ahead. Good yeah. job, Monica. What, what is, oh, I can top that, Tommy. I'm sitting at work, and I get a bill because Shirley ordered Uber Eats. I'm like, how the hell? <laughs> they send this to you? Jay, you know I don't cook. Man, you, that's not even right, Jay. You know I don't cook. <laughs> What, what, what was I supposed to do for dinner? What's I mean, supposed really. To do? Yeah. <laughs> so you want me to starve? What, I mean, what oh, is wait, this? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I got one. I feel ambushed. We all down at Disney, right? Yeah. Huh? Boomerang, who's a diabetic, orders a giant banana split. Tommy say, this N word finna die at Disney. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you were you lost Wolverine it. Ordered the giant banana split. Tommy said, "This is in word for the giant right here." 
the happiest place on earth. All right, we got to get to run that prank back uh, (laughs) right after this, but uh, we still have to tell you about this lady who let it all go at a coffee shop in Canada. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it did. (laughs) A lot of sugar, honey, iced tea. All right, right after this, run that prank back with the nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have sports talk with the birthday boy and his uncle. But right now... Whoa! What? Junior! What up, man? I'm sorry, I just, I just oh, got the saw pictures. the sweater picture. Oh, yeah. you scared I me. I, I thought Junior fell Slim or something. Or had Goody. a crisis or something. Yeah. Yeah, he looks good, right? And I dare you to raise me now, because I'm fast. <laughs> <laughs> Part two coming up, Junior. Hey, hey Junior, but for real, dog, huh? dog, how many pounds you lost? Uh, right now, last time I weighed in, last week, 15. Dog, that's good. 15 pounds. In 19 days? Yes. Yeah. That's good. Wow. In 19 days. This dude, I'm telling you, that deer clean. Oh, yeah. Now, I ain't just saying It's the it. truth. Oh. I know. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, All right. Uh, right now, it's, it's the nephew's turn to uh, run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Your doors. Mm-hmm. Your doors. Your doors. Let's run it. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Paul, please. Call Virginia Senior. Probably Senior. Okay, this is me. How you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. Listen, my name is Mark I'm actually calling from a uh, company called Doors. Are, are you at the court? Yes, correct. You guys just built that home, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm I, like I said. My name is Mark Stevens. I'm actually calling from uh, Doors. We're actually the company that uh, supplied the doors that are actually uh, throughout your house. Okay, great. Uh, what are you calling for? Follow up? Uh, no, this isn't a follow up. Actually, we've uh, got a couple glitches. We want to try and get get straightened out if we could. Uh, well, here's here's the problem, sir. The problem we're having is that the contractor that actually uh, built you all's home. Yes. Uh, has not paid for the doors you guys have been there two and a half months and uh, we, we can't seem to get the uh, contractor to come in and pay for the doors okay uh, so you tried to call them we've tried to call them several times and, okay. and we have not been able to what get what number uh, do you have on them because if you don't have a good number i can give you a number because I, I really don't have anything to do with that in fact how'd you get my number well actually we had your number on file as as the homeowner and, and that's pretty much how we had you but the problem we're facing here, sir, is we've tried to get this guy for the last couple of months, and we can't get him. So, actually, what's what's going to happen here in the next day or so is we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors. Hold on, wait a second. Do what? We're, we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors in your house, take them off, and bring them back here to the plant until who, we who, get— Who's going to come get all my doors? We, we're going to have to get those doors until either we get a contractor— or, you know, we get paid for the doors. Now, what could happen is you could pay for the doors. No, 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 I already paid for the doors. That, that's, that's past tense. I've done that. Paid. You're saying paying. That means I got to double back. Well, sir, but we haven't been paid, sir, for the doors as well. No, no, no. The contractor was paid for the doors. So that's who pays you. Okay. And, and what I'm trying to explain to you, sir, we haven't been paid at all here at Doors. Now, when oh, we paid, oh, oh, okay. Well, at Doors. They should have received a check from my contract. Okay. And, and what I'm explaining to, to you, sir, is that that hasn't been done. I told you, since you have not been paid, you're going to come back and get my doors. Now, you said we. Now, who's all this? You and who are going to come sir, get my like, like, Here's the problem here. Like no, I said, no, no, there ain't no problem. We're going we're gonna to resolve this very peacefully. But who, who is we? Okay. So what's taking place here at my job is they've taken this money out of my check that hasn't been paid for the doors. Oh, yes. I can understand that, but why would they take it out of your check? You did the man hours. You did, you've done your work. 
Well, I don't I understand that, sir. But since the company hasn't been paid, the company is taking it out on me, and it's not going to come down on me. So either I'm going to get the doors. Well, you need to quit your job because they because they need to give you a uh, not just give you a bonus, but give you some hourly work. Because bottom line is, you talking about coming to get my doors? No, that's not going to happen. Either we resolve this peacefully as if you pay for it, or I come out and get the doors. And I'm not finna sit here and go back and forth. You need to go ahead and come get these doors. Gas up and come get these doors because you're not going to come and get I'm not going to send you no money. Okay, sir, then, then, then what we need to do is get a schedule time where I can come out and get all the oh, doors. I'm on your time. I'm sorry? I'm on your time now, so you got you must be paying me now since I'm on your time. What are you talking about? Because uh, well, you're talking about you're going to set up a time with me. That means I have to leave and do what I do to be meet you here to get something that don't belong to you, which is my door. Sir, you don't have to be there at all. Cause I'm going oh, no, to come here. in and take the front door off, and I'm going to keep keep moving through the house and get all the doors and get them back here to the plant. I don't think you hear yourself. Now, first and foremost, how you when you come to the front door, I'm going to be there waiting on you as you as – you, Taking off the latch, I'm going to be on your behind making sure you realize you're going to have to take this door or take this And I'm, think, I'm pretty sure that will be coming to you when you get that first door. Sir, I can't keep going back and forth with you. Let me say this to you. I'm coming to get them doors even if I got to take a because I got to get my money back from the company that they didn't took from me because your damn contractor did not pay for the damn doors. Hey, you better hey, bring your, your tone down when you talk to me. You talk to a girl. Man, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this on you. I'm not going to allow you to come to my house and take these damn doors, and you ain't coming to get no money. Bottom I'm coming line. to get them doors, and I'm coming to get them today. I need every come on door. Now. What time are you coming? Because I want to be prepared when you come mess with these doors. Because I, I, I make sure, please, what, what time are you coming? Don't, don't worry about when I'm coming. You'll know when I'm there when I take the first door off the hands. Every door, we're going to meet at that door. I'm going to that and tell you what, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you a dollar now take that check. You can make ten seventy five. I'm gonna take that whooping if that's what it takes. But I gotta take these doors so I can get my I money back. I need man. you to do. Next time, get your damn money. Stop. Get a job that pays you better for this whooping. You are gonna get in fed well. I'm not, listen, sir. I'm not gonna keep going back and forth with you about you whooping my. You gotta go back and forth. That is the end. Bring your over here, take that whooping, and take it on home. I'm with you. but I'm bringing them doors yeah. too. Every door yeah. in that house is coming with contractor. me. You should have been called a contractor. You should have been called a contractor. But y'all over stealing doors from, door, from, from my damn company. But now I'm going to tell you what you need to be calling them. He got your I'm money. I'm coming to get every door you got in that Bring house. Bring me that number. I'll tell you what. You know what I'll do? i just wait yeah. till you go to work. Bring right me the number right week, now. I'll just come in there and get them doors while Bring your ass is gone. You, Junior. Oh, wait, wait a second. Now, I just told you you ain't coming to get no doors. I just got you telling you this. Junior, get it from your mama. Bring I'm coming now. to get them doors, and you know what else I'm coming to do? What? I'm coming to tell you who I am. You Do you know who I am? Yeah, more I know who you are, so you walk your up here, I make sure I introduce myself. You want to come get a door, where come get these doors then, if you're that bad. That ain't, that ain't really who I am. Who are you? I am Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your wife, Faye. Faye! That's my shoe. That's Bring the damn number. Oh, you going to get it when I get downstairs. Oh, <laughs> oh brother, you got me. You know, I'm a, I'm a typical Negro. I got one of the red doors. You know when you get them red doors, you're doing something. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. Paul, what is? What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, Steve Harvey <laughs> Show. 
cousin Charlie. I was over here just praying, man. Fate don't bring that number in there. <laughs> but all I heard was all this moving, so I'm thinking they they looking for it, but they down there probably on the floor giggling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, that's now the king of France. <laughs> I got the mic in my hand Sunday night. Uh-huh. Amazing Grace Conservatory presents Hercules. I am not Hercules, but I am hosting the play Hercules in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> they got two shows Saturday. They got two shows Sunday. That's Saturday, May 19th. 7.30 p.m. show Sunday. There's two shows. 3 o'clock p.m. is sold out. 7.30 p.m. I am hosting the last show. Come hang out with your boy and watch the great show, Hercules, done by Wendy Raquel Robinson and the Amazing Grace Conservatory presents. I mean, who knows? I might just step in and be Hercules. You never know. All right, uh, we'll be back with Sports Talk with Nephew and Uncle right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, the birthday boy is here with Sports Talk with Unc and Neff. What you got, Tommy, birthday boy? All right, Uncle Steve, we're going to start Western Conference Finals, baby. You saw my boys. They came back, tied that thing up. It's one and one. What what you think? First, let's just say this. How about them Rockets? How about them, baby? (laughs) Yeah. How about them Rockets? Junior? Ain't yes. Rockets fan? Dude, Absolutely. you better make some, your little little skinny behind better right make now. some noise up in here. He's too fine right He's now to do all of that. Yeah, to do all of that. Ever since you got this that. tight sweater, that was, that was Fat Junior did all that clapping. <laughs> and Tim Junior don't, don't get involved. <laughs> right, Jay. <laughs> Absolutely. What you, what you think, Junior? You think I got a game in the West? You think my boys are gonna show up when no, they get over to show up, to, up uh, in the West? What you, did you see? Did I you hope see the game? so, man. I hope so. Okay, I hope okay. so because hell, at least let me pull for Houston because we down too. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Conference. Hey man, Ron, do you know Ron something? Man, Houston I, actually, Houston could actually win a title this year. I know. They got to play. They got to play like that every night, but though. They, but every single them. night. Can they, they play like, like that every well, night? Well, but now, but now, I want you to understand something. Golden State, Steve Kerr, they're gonna go back and look at film. They're gonna say, okay, because what they did the other day was outstanding. Man. Oh, they did. Man. The way they mm-hmm. passed the ball and got it, and then they got some help from some people that I ain't never even heard of. <laughs> you mean on the Rockets, yeah. Steve, when you say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, Reja, I know, but the other dude, I ain't know who the hell he P.J. Tucker. No, I ain't know oh, P.J. Tucker. was Tucker. clowning last night. Where the hell he come from? <laughs> he had 22 points. He, be, yeah. he been looking at the score sheet all night. He slept with the score sheet. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to tell y'all this. Me and Jackie go to the game, mm-hmm. all right? Okay. We go to the game. Uh, uh, she want to go buy a shirt. We go out and buy a shirt. We come back. It's, it's halftime. We sitting there. And all of a sudden, the couple next to us get put on the kiss cam. And then the kiss cam moves right over to us. So, of course, you got to kiss. Yeah, of course, you got to kiss your girl. And then after that, Mm -hmm. my phone and her phone is blowing up. Everybody saw us on the kiss cam. So, that was was our date night. That was our little date night. That's cute. So, did you hear the call from your side? Uh, Jay. Okay. Just, was that was the moment, Jay, that you just ruined. <laughs> no, the moment's still there. I just asked a question. <laughs> you didn't ruin the moment, Jay. I didn't ruin the moment. The, moment, the moment, moment is over. He had the moment. The president. Thank you. The president. Did you get a call from your side, Pete? 
That's your loyal team member. Go ahead, team. The president. Oh, Anthony, you ain't worth a damn, man. I've been president of team Tommy, man. Steve, I think now is a good time for you to say something. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, I don't understand <laughs> the president of team Tommy. <sighs> Because oh so man, he dumb. gotta get, he gotta be the president of hater Tommy. It's got to be. It's it's not Team Tommy. I mean, oh, you saw you on that kissing your wife. <laughs> like that's a bad let's thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So the phone rang. <laughs> oh, you okay. you decide. You decide. Okay, you decide. <laughs> Hello. What you call me for? What you, what you call for? Can't what you think right? I'm calling? I can't talk right now. You, you can't me. talk That's right now? I'm at work. I'm at work now. I'm no, 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 you're not. I'm at no, work no, right no, now. no, 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 no. You're I'm not at work. work. I'm at you're work. at the game kissing on your wife. Ain't nobody at no game. <laughs> None of me. I just saw you. You was on the kiss cam. I'm at, I can't even talk. Can't you're not. Why are you lying? You was just on the game. I just saw you. Me and my girlfriend sitting up I'm in here. And you just kissing we, your wife. We put, that's a prank. That was a prank. That's all that was. Just going to sit up there and kiss her on camera. I thought y'all was separated. I, well, I'm, we all separated. She went to the game and I went to the game. And nobody, we didn't go together. We didn't go together. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just said you was at work. Well, you ain't listening. You're right. I, I lied. Okay, I lied. Okay, I'm sorry. I lied. We at the game. So what else you done lied about? Mm. Here we go. So you ain't separated? Because you look together on the kiss cam. We're not together together. We just... Together? Well, your lips was mashed up against each other. That was a prank. That's all that was. It that was wasn't a prank because <laughs> you tongued her. Oh! Oh, this went down. <laughs> your tongue on the kiss cam, same way you tongue me. Here I am sitting up here with my stupid ass, thinking you separated. You sitting up in here kissing yo, what's her name? Can I explain? Now you can't explain nothing. A picture is worth a thousand words. Can I explain Especially what happened? Go ahead and explain it. She went to the game. She went to the game with you. Not, we didn't go together. You were sitting there together. But no, what happened? How y'all just happened to get seats together? Things like that. It happen. was sold out. Things don't happen like that. <laughs> Things like that can't happen. No, no, you bought the tickets for this heifer. Why would I buy her because she your wife. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. That's serious. Oh, man. I'm tired of this. Embarrassing me in front of my girls. Sitting up here talking about, ain't that him? I'll, yeah, that's him. I'll call you when I leave work. You ain't at work, <laughs> fool. Mm. Can I go now? You're probably at your house, and y'all ain't got separate rooms. Lied to me just like the president. <laughs> <laughs> All y'all just alike. I'll call you later. Love you. Bye-bye. You ain't got to call me no more. <laughs> call your wife. He said that's a prank. <laughs> no. Holding you, thinking you, holding you, thinking you need Consoling. Am I not the king of the pranks? That was a prank. <laughs> well, who are you pranking? Me? All right. All right. We'll, we'll be back with an update on the royal wedding at 20 after. That's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The royal wedding is tomorrow, guys, and uh, the American princes. 
to be Meghan Markle has confirmed that her dad will not. Uh, well, actually, he can't attend her wedding and walk her down the aisle tomorrow when she marries Prince Harry. Uh, Mr. Thomas Markle is recovering in the hospital after undergoing serious heart surgery. Now, this is really serious, guys. There's been a lot of Markle family drama with the royal wedding, which is like, of course, most weddings. There's going to be some drama, but this is like a, a wedding for the world to see. You know, you may have drama in your in your wedding, but it's not on display for the whole world. So uh, the question now is, will Meghan's mom walk her down the aisle or will Prince Harry's father, Prince Charles, Why, walk her down? Yeah, his dad ain't coming. He had a heart attack. He ain't going to make it to the wedding I'm talking about, just to the wedding. Yeah, thank you. I but see. you know what? I saw the whole thing on CNN about uh, Meghan Markle's upbringing. Mm-hmm. She's a yes. really bright girl. Now, then, yes, you know, right. and then there's a, the tabloids over in London were eating her up because, mm-hmm. you know, they said she's mixed. The royal family is uh-huh. getting yes. mixed now. You know, they they Biracial. over in London, they was tripping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Carla, yeah. did you see the story, uh, the uh, Lifetime movie about their lives? Yes, it was really good. Yeah. Um, and her her mom was, is a big part of her life, mm-hmm. and it, it was really good. They met on a blind date, and yeah, Harry I saw did, all that. I saw you all saw that. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I watched really it. Good. How they met on the blind date. Met on the blind date and, and everything, and then he called again. Then he convinced her to come to. Uh, oh, oh, Botswana. Uh, yeah, Botswana yeah, in Africa. Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's balling right there, boy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? Call that's chick up. Yeah, that's meet me at That yeah. ain't like meet me at the Waffle House. That's, yeah. I'm going to fly balling. you over there. I got Whoa. you. Yeah, it was a really good story, but did you see the part when Queen Elizabeth took her around to show her the pictures? She took Megan to show her the, the portraits yes. on the wall, and she uh, said... Uh, one of the queens was of African American heritage, African American heritage, but yeah. they try to uh, blot that out in pictures and make her look more European and and white. What? Did you right. see but that in the palace? Yes, in the palace they showed the original picture where they showed this queen's or princess heritage, and you can see you can clearly that, see you can clearly from the see. hair wow. that yeah. she was black. You know something they don't ever talk about, but it was in the movie. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's it's it's, it's yeah. amazing through all the history of time mm-hmm. how people of color have been shown to have superior skills in architecture, mm-hmm. in cultural, in kingdoms. That's why when Napoleon took his little short ass over there and blew all the noses off the Sphinx because they had African noses, mm-hmm. blew all the noses off the Sphinx. Ain't that about nothing? You little mm-hmm. short ass. All right. That's why the Sphinx ain't got no nose. Yeah, man. Yes. All right. Uh, hit us up on social media with your comments, steveharveyfm.com. We'll be back at 34 after the hour to talk more about this right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is your nephew's birthday today. Happy birthday again, nephew Tommy. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, boy. So what are you going to do today, you, Tommy? Uh, we have some great shout outs, by the way. From all of uh, people who've uh, checked in at Steve Harvey FM social media. Hey, we're doing sites. all good stuff for Tommy today since it's his birthday. Okay. Well, Carla, yeah. you have some birthday shout-outs from, uh, yes. yeah, from social media. Here we media. go. Carla Evan Brooks. Hey, Carla. Birthday wishes to <laughs> nephew Tommy from Camden, North Carolina. I love the prank phone calls. Keep up the laughter, and God bless you. This is from Michael Waldron, nephew from uh, New York. What I love about Tommy is his spirit, his sense of humor, and the prank calls. He is truly, truly, truly funny. This one is from Terry Cooper. 
Lots of love and birthday wishes from nephew uh, from Oklahoma. Love you, nephew Tommy. This one is Latoya Oxford. She says happy, happy birthday to you, nephew Tommy, from the Queens. She's in New York. I pray God bless you. And uh, for many more years to come and uh, keep up the good work. Love you on the prank calls. That seems to be the uh, consensus. Everybody loves you. Randy Barlow out of Virginia. He says, uh, love your prank calls. Denise Garnett from Maryland. Wishing nephew Tommy happy birthday. Lots of love. Lisa Watkins. Happy birthday. Prank calls. Laughing. Good family man. All right, Lisa Watkins. And let's see. Lake Charles. Terry Miller. Wishing nephew Tommy blessings. On top of blessings. Overflow. My favorite prank call is Raymond in the closet. (laughs) 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 Terry Miller from Lake Charles. That was Terry. That was cool. All right. This one is from Richard Hudson. He says, I like the way nephew Tommy Backed up in the car in the driveway. Oh, backed it up like a car in the driveway when your wife called in, Tommy, last week. <laughs> oh, yes. well, he backed that up, boy. He said, boy, you backed it up. Never hey, I got Tommy, one that just you. came in. This came in from at side piece. Oh, Lord. Happy, said, happy birthday, even though I saw your punk ass at the game. <laughs> That was from who? At, 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 at side. side. At side. <laughs> That's our social media page. <laughs> thank you to everybody. Uh-huh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, Go to steveharveyfm.com to wish the nephew a thank happy you, birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at side piece. All right, this one is from Cheryl Golf. She's in New York City. Happy birthday, Tommy. I love your pranks. I love when you tell Junior to shut up. <laughs> Nicole from Portsmouth, Virginia. Happy birthday from Virginia Beach. Nephew Tommy, we both share the same birthday. So happy birthday Aww. to Nicole happy birthday. as well. Yeah. Loretta Stevenson, she says, happy birthday, Tommy. We love you with the prank phone calls. You be cracking me up. You killing it. Uh, this one is from Philly, baby. W-D-A-S, Steve. Yes, Valerie She loves listening to the prank phone calls. Bernice and Callie, she says, happy birthday, Tommy. She loves you very much. And Sean Wilson says, happy birthday. Day. Oh, so he got a lot of love you. for the and birthday. So Tommy, any more from you? Yes, Steve? sir. Oh, thank you, everybody. <clears throat> Let me ask you this, man. What What you think about doing today? If you could get for your birthday anything you want, what would you get? Somebody gonna have to have like four scoops of some kind of ice cream in front of me. Oh yeah. What's your favorite ice cream, Tommy? I'm, I'm traditional. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. All Come this on, is Neapolitan, boy. Neapolitan, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Neapolitan. It's a get that hot fudge going on now. <laughs> some hot fudge, nuts, a little bit of whipped cream, cherry on top. That's that, that's Tommy all day. The right diabetic now. special. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you would eat that, Jay? Oh, I would not eat that at all. My sugar be so high, man. <laughs> can you have any ice cream, Jay? I mean, you can, but I just don't even have mess sugar with it. Sugar-free. No, I don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. No. Sugar-free ice Sugar-free ain't nothing to play with. Let me tell you about sugar-free substances. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. You have to be by yourself when you eat sugar-free things. <laughs> <laughs> like that? Sugar-free what? candy? Yes, Lord. Yes. <laughs> That's good information to know, You'll learn. <laughs> You're going to learn today? Eat some sugar-free. You'll see what happens. Wow. Kind of like, like that, that lady, lady in the coffee house, Jay. <laughs> 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 
Oh, we have to. Oh, man. Nephew Tommy has a prank phone call coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it is today's Strawberry Letter. And yes, it is another good one. Subject, his ex-wife is a real problem. Mm-hmm. Mm. But up next, the birthday boy is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? I got to play one of my all-time favorites. Okay, right? it's your birthday. All right. This is child support. This is my favorite. Play it. Hello? Hello, I am trying to reach a Melvin Please. Yeah, this is Melvin. Uh, Mr. Melvin, how are you? My name is uh, Tim. I'm with the um, Child Support Services, and I wanted to give you a call. Going through the records that we have, I wanted to follow up on some things. We're noticing here that your son, Melvin Jr., is going to be turning um, 18 here pretty soon. But looking at our records, it indicates that you were doing pretty well with child support for 17, maybe, well, 16, 16 years. Uh, it just seems like well, here within the last year, you seem to have fallen off. Seems like we haven't gotten a payment from you within the last year. I'm looking, I'm dating it back now. It looks like 06 of. Oh, um, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like January of 06? Wait a minute. Now, you said uh, for 16 years, my son will be 18 in three months. Right. I know. So, that's what we're saying. It seems like he's approaching 18, sir, but it's, within the last 12 months, 12, 13 months, sir, we haven't really. We haven't really gotten a payment here from you as far as child support is concerned. Wait a minute. Hold on now. What you mean you ain't got no payment? They take it out of my check. They take money out of my check every week, every paycheck. That's twice a month. They take money out of my check, and they've been taking money out of my check. Uh, so sir, you need, wait a minute. You need to look in that computer again. Look, look in there again. Sir, I'm, I'm, um, I've gone through the records over and over. I, I actually thoroughly check before I give people a phone call. I'm, I'm Sir, I'm, I'm, I'm almost... sure. This is dated back 13 months here. You've been paying right at $750 a month. Am I right? Yes, that's right. And they break it up over over a four-week period, and and you get paid weekly, so they've been taking it out. Every two weeks, they've been taking $375 out of my check. Right. So, now, something wrong. Uh-uh. No, they've been taking it. I know they've been taking it out of my check. Well, sir, I, I I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but what happens when, when situations get to this point, this is what takes place. Uh, even though the child is turning 18, what they're going to do, sir, is now extend child support until the child reaches 21, which is another three years now. Uh, oh, no, no. Oh, hell no. Hell the no, they've been taking three hundred and seventy-five dollars out of my check twice a goddamn month. So I not now, you know, extending nothing. My court order say when my son turns eighteen in three months from tomorrow, that damn child support gonna get cut off. Ain't no extending to no twenty-one. Sir, sir, no, no, sir. I take care of my son. Now, 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 you listen to me. Y'all, y'all got me. Up. I take care of my son, and they take it out of my check. Sir, I wait a minute, sir. What I'm saying is it's, it's not in the computer. We don't have any listings of it. It hasn't been done within the last 13 months. That's when, when it comes to a situation like this, we extend it. No, you ain't extending on me. 18, but baby, they talking about I ain't paid. I got the check stubs where they've been taken out of my check. Now, how come y'all don't have the records of the Sir, do you have huh? check? Baby, where my check stubs? Where the check stubs at? Huh? Then, then I got a box where I keep the check stubs at. Do you have if every stub? You damn right I got every check stub. And I got the other damn receipts, everything I bought. Where's your supervisor?
Five sir, I, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the actual manager here. I'm the one that makes the phone call, sir. We've gone through these records over and over, trying to make sure that we were definitely clear on it before we give a... a, a, a oh, no, that's bull****, man. That's, no, no, you, that's some bull****. Sir, I said, sir, I don't want to be a bearer of bad news. No, but, you, well, don't, don't call me with this bull****. You don't want me to be, to be no bearer. Don't sir, call me with this, you will bull****. some out until the child is 21. That's bull****. I bet you, you wait till my son turns 18. I bet you one thing. Y'all ain't taking out of my taking no 21 my Sir, I'm not going to go back and forth with you, okay? Now, you're going to pay until he's 21, or the worst scenario is you're going to jail. Well, mister, let me tell you one thing. You listen to me damn good. Now, I know what the hell they've been taking out of my check twice a month. Do you hear me? Uh, that right. And look here, let me tell you this here. When my son get 18, ain't no more coming out of my check. Are you having problems giving money to your son to support him, sir? What the f*** you talking about? I take him good. Get him a haircut every week. Buying them damn tennis shoes. Still get I ain't no problem paying with my son. I take care of my son. I take care of what's mine. And that's what I've been doing for the past damn near 18 years come three months from tomorrow. I'm going to still take care of my damn son afterwards. But it ain't coming out of my check to y'all I'm going to take care of my own because I don't need y'all in my I need a white folks in my I bet you one thing in three months on that four month, nothing better not come out of my check. I Sir, bet you that. We're gonna, you, you, it's gonna go until the child is 21. Oh, don't tell me calm down now. These, I'm gonna get these straight calling me with this. And we're gonna get out. you straight. We're gonna get you straight. You're gonna pay until he's 21 because you were negligent for the last 13 months. You were. Who the you think you talking to, you ignorant son of you? What's your name. No, baby, this come telling me. My name is Tim and I'm with the Child Support Services. You have been negligent for 13 months and you're gonna pay until... I'm doing right, baby. This mother hollering at me on my phone talking about I ain't Let me tell you one thing. After three months over with, I ain't giving y'all or his mama another thing. But I give it to my son. That is the way I ain't getting another penny out of me. So now... Not a dime, and you, you better say it. Who is that back there? That's my gal. That's my gal. But you heard what I said, right? Well, let me say something in your face. Is you listening? What the f*** you got to say, man? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Stan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Man, you mother- <laughs> Melvin, you all right, man? Forklift driving some. <laughs> I tell you what, though. <laughs> I'm gonna take the brakes off that forklift <laughs> in the morning. That he gonna run into. <laughs> I bet you that. Man, y'all cold in the man. Let me ask you something, Mr. Melvin. What is what, the man? baddest radio show in the world? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's the best. <laughs> That's my favorite right there. There you go. Really? I, I like that one too. That's my <laughs> favorite. Any day. Any day. Could be the day. Any day. Not on his birthday. Not on his birthday. <laughs> but I asked him, I asked him, who was that in the background? That's my gal. Oh, man. Okay. Hey, my latest prank Look. CD is in Walmart. It's called Won't He Do It? Won't okay. He Do It? That's me pranking church folks. Go on down there to Walmart. Tell them you're looking for nephew time to prank CD. If it ain't there, tell them to get it.
All right. All well, right. thank you, nephew, birthday boy. Uh, Chris Jenner uh, says she will sue you. That's right. Chris Jenner, the mom of Kim and all, all of those beautiful people in the Kardashian family. Well, uh, she says that the Kardashian-Jenner crew doesn't mind revealing their own personal lives on TV. Everything is out there. But Chris will come for you, and she'll come for your bag if you try to expose the family's tea. Okay? Uh-uh. They can do it, but not you. Chris said that she has no problem suing anyone, even if they're broke. Chris used the example of uh, an employee that allegedly tried to leak Kylie Jenner's pregnancy news and photograph Kylie in her home. When it comes to a violation like that, they would spare no expense to hold someone accountable if it happens on our team. And don't try to use the old, I don't have the money excuse, Chris warned. I don't care how much money someone is. Somebody might have. Some people think, oh, I don't have any money, and they're not going to sue me. Well, we'll take payments. Uh, we'll garner those wages for you, uh, you know, maybe for the next 10 years. How about that? Wow. <laughs> wow. But you know what, though? Sometimes, man, like you want to just send a person through the same inconvenience that is costing mm-hmm. you. Like, I got you, mm-hmm. ain't got no money. But whatever money you got, you need to get yourself a lawyer with it. You finna spend it. Because it's crazy, man. It's, it's so horrible now what people are allowed to get away with and and there's no repercussion for celebrity i'm with it yeah. all right that's you true steve <laughs> today's strawberry letter subject is his wife is a real problem mm. that's up next this memorial day kick off summer at salvation army thrift stores where for one day only all clothing is an additional 50% off. So whether you need a fresh look for the office, a breezy vacation outfit, or cool designer labels for the whole family, on May 28th, you'll score extra great deals for a great cause because all sales fund centers that restore families and do the most good. Visit sastores.org to find a Salvation Army thrift store near you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Right now, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, on work, on parenting, on more, submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Strawberry Letter. Anything you want to add to that, Steve? Yeah, you know, uh, when you click, click hard. (laughs) Just click it really hard. (laughs) And that's going to do... You know, that's hard clicking. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah, get yours in faster. <laughs> All right, come on, birthday boy. <laughs> Your uncle's crazy. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry letter. Subject, his ex-wife is a real problem. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I got married two years ago. and Wait we... a minute, hold up. Uh-huh. What? What? What is the subject? His ex-wife is a real problem. Why? Marjorie and Rodin? <laughs> we will not be We will not be discussing that what well, came out of your mouth any longer. Uh dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I got married two years ago. No, it wasn't Marjorie because you guys are ten years strong. Eleven. Uh, sure. <laughs> 11? Oh, yeah. it's eleven. Oh yeah, next month is eleven, huh? Congratulations. Well, anyway, they got this couple got married two years ago and they couldn't be happier. She says, this is my first marriage, his second. We have a total of five kids and one on the way. I love our blended family, but my husband's ex-wife has been a problem since day one. I rarely get in my husband's dealings with his ex-wife. Would you be quiet with all that moaning? But now I may have to. 
When he divorced her, she got the house, $675 monthly in That's alimony. All? Yes. Six seventy-five. Six seventy-five monthly in alimony and Man. joint custody of the kids. You wish, right? Man. All right. In February, though, she lost the house, so she and the kids had to move in with her mom. Just recently, my husband went to pick up the kids, and the ex-wife ex- asked him to help her get an apartment. My husband is a kind-hearted man, and he has helped her out a lot uh, financially over the years. So when he came home and told me that she asked him for more help, I told him we could discuss it. Because we, he, he didn't give her an answer right away. She got mad. I told him that his kids could come and live with us, but she is not our problem. We have uh, plenty of room for the kids. He said that he and his ex-wife want the kids to stay in their same school districts so they can't live with us full time. I reminded my husband that his obligation is to his kids, not to her. I told him that I would support him in whatever decision he makes, though. So do you think I put my husband in a bad spot? Am I wrong? Please help. No, Hmm. you are not wrong. I think you are a very strong and supportive wife. You sound very pleasant and reasonable to me. And you sound like a great mom. You sound like a caring person. I mean, you you want to take in his kids in your home. I mean, you're happy to do it. So, no, I don't think you're wrong. Uh, I, I think she is out of line, though. This woman is trifling, and uh, she's trying to control everything. She doesn't like the fact that her husband has moved on and gotten a new wife and you're pregnant and all that. Well, guess what? She can't control it all. The kids can come and live with you. You're okay with that. Uh, and your husband and the new baby, he, you know, the kids can be in the mix. Uh, they'll have to get into a new school. They can do that. They have schools everywhere. They have good schools everywhere. They can get into a new and a good school. Uh, Ex-wifey will have to get a job. She's going to have to save her money while she's living with her mom so she can get her own place. You say your husband, this is a part, though, you say your husband is kind-hearted, which means he might give in to some of his ex's demands. So I just want you to stay there, be supportive, speak up, and, you know, so nothing else will go down as far as the wife's, ex-wife's demands are, okay? Just stay there, listen to him, discuss it, and do what you're doing. You're doing fine. You're not wrong. Steve? Well, you know, Shirley, uh, yeah. I hate this letter on so many levels. I know you do, sir. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. Lord knows Jesus. <laughs> this letter don't even skim the surface. Of what you've been Of the hell. <laughs> the debauchery. <laughs> Not debauchery. That my life has been in because of this hill. Mm. First of all, excuse me for not feeling sorry for your husband because he lost. She got the house and $675 a month. <laughs> I've lost houses. And way, way more than six. Houses. <laughs> Plural. Yes. Three to be exact. Gone. Way more. Dog, I worked for them house. But everything's relative, you know that. What is you talking about, Shirley? Everything's relative. To them, it may feel like three houses. This Hell is their yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And this six seventy five could be choking him. Exactly. But I bet you it ain't choking him like mine. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Ain't no more relative now. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said yeah, that. It's not about you, Steve. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> uh-huh. The whole damn subject, his ex-wife is a real problem. How that ain't <laughs> about me. 
you're happy now? Anyway, overjoyed. <laughs> Just recently, my husband went to pick up the kids, and his ex-wife asked him to help her get an apartment. Well, she lost the house. You know, or I don't know. I don't know if she lost. Did, she, did it say she lost yeah, the house? Yeah, she lost the house, yes. Okay, she lost the house. Mm-hmm. She got it. But she can't keep up with what it takes to run that house. So anyway, he paying alimony, but he's also paying child support. Alimony is different from child support. All that is is alimony, six seventy five a month. The child support is different. So y'all please understand this man is cutting way more money than that. All right, now, so she asked him, uh, husband went to pick up the kids, and the ex-wife asked him to help her get an apartment. My husband's a kind-hearted man, and he's helped out a lot financially over the years. And the reason he's helped out financially over the years is because she has the kids. They got joint custody, but she the kids live with her. Now, is she using the kids in this situation as a pawn? Yes. But know yep. this. How the mother lives is how the kids live. So he has a dilemma here. He's a kind-hearted man. He loves his kids. Now, he threw with the wife, but guess what? She got the kids. So he got a problem. And I'm going to tell you what he ought to do when we come back. Because I had to, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know all this. Just let her, just, just let her, just. I'm going to call Marjorie. And tell her you love her. You see, if she just changed some figures. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you crazy. <laughs> All right. I'm getting my life up. All right, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, his ex-wife is a real problem. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Uh, Let's have part two of your response to today's Strawberry Letters. His ex-wife is a real problem because they've been (laughs) divorced and she wants some help getting a damn apartment and he paying $675 alimony and some child support and he lost a house. Well, boo-hoo-hoo. Hell. No sympathy. But you wish not... you had that much to pay. Man, hell. It is not about you, though, Steve. Shirley, it is not. And. Help this man. Help this woman. But let me help you understand. This is really throwing you off. Yeah, this, this letter right here is disgusting to me. Now, he went over to pick the kids up one time, and uh, his ex-wife asked him to help her get an apartment. And my husband is a kind-hearted man, and he has helped out a lot financially over the years. So when he came home and told me that she'd ask him for more help, I told him we could discuss it because he didn't give her an answer right away. She got mad. I told him that his kids could come and live with us, but she is not our problem. We have a baby on the way, and we cannot keep helping her, but we have plenty of room for the kids. He said that he and his ex-wife want the kids to stay in their same school district. Now, here we go. Here's a problem. The school district that the kids is in, the kids have friends. So anytime you're involved in an ex, you got to consider these kids. Mm-hmm. Kids like the school. The kids got friends at the school, everything. If he don't help the woman get an apartment, what's going to happen with the kids? Mm. See, that's the dilemma that the bruh's in. And at least he brought it home to you to discuss it with you. But now you suggest that their kids come live with y'all. Yeah. Well, that's not how it works. They have joint custody, but in real life, she got custody. 
He go by there to visit. And then I'll tell you another thing. You can't just take the kids from the mom. Let's just be real about that. It, it's really unfair because the woman is having financial difficulties to come in and take the kids from their mama. Because the kids love their mama, man, regardless as to what's happening. And you take a child from a mama, man, you're messing with the kid's head. You really are. So the man knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and you and you a good woman because you done told the kids they can come over here. And you cool with it. And and that, and, that, and all that's good. But the, the but the real deal is, look, he gonna have to help her get this apartment. At the end of the day, he's got to help her get the apartment. Because it keeps the kids in the school district. And you can make her pay by not helping her. But you also hurt the kids. And that's the dilemma he's in. And I appreciate the sister writing the letter and saying I told him I could support him in whatever decision he makes. Though, so you don't think, so so do you think I put my husband in a bad spot? Am I wrong? Well, you're not wrong for feeling what you're feeling because you're a woman and you want her to stand up on her own and quit using your husband because you know that's what she's doing. But it affects the kids, and she know that. See, and that kind-hearted man that keeps treating her fairly, he your husband now. You, you have a family with this kind-hearted man. So you get an example of how he is, even when they trying to hurt him, he still got a kind heart. Even when she dogs him out and try to abuse him and use him, he still got a kind heart. Well, that's your husband now. You see what I'm saying? So, no, you're not wrong for feeling that way, but you should also support him in that because it'll make it easier for him because he's torn. He got you and his family and everything, and you loving his kids the way you do, and he loving yours, and y'all got one on the way. But you can't keep giving money like that, but if you don't help her, then what's she going to do? And in, and in not helping her, you don't help the kids. No, man. No, you don't want that. But you think it's wrong for um, if the kids come and live with the dad for yeah, a change? Yeah, I think it's wrong. You do? I think it's wrong. Because I, I know several people who've done that. I mean, I mean yeah, that's cool yeah. if she wants to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. But She says they have plenty of space for the kids. I got all that. But mm-hmm. let me help you understand something too, ma'am. Giving her the money for the apartment going to be cheaper than bringing them kids into the house. If it's a financial concern you got. But your real concern is you try you tired of helping this heifer out though. Yeah. That's you tired of helping this. In the way. Yeah. See, you'll pour all your money into kids, but you don't you but you tired of pouring it into her. And I understand that. And she didn't say how she lost the house. She just said she right. lost the house. Well, you know why she lost it, because she can't pay for trifling. it. Trifling. Well, she ain't trifling. Mm. It's just that to own a house is more than making a note. Yeah. You know, the maintenance of a house, man. It's expensive being a homeowner. Boy. So she in over her head. But, but you got to understand the dilemma that the guy has that has the baby with the other woman. You got to understand that dilemma. And I know a lot of sisters in that position because, look, hey, it's a lot of blended families out here now. But, man, you just got to understand the dude between the rock and the hard. Catching it, man. And the last thing he needed from is you, too. 
But this ain't how she talking at the house. It's a stronger tone at the house. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <clears throat> See, all you getting is a letter for her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, this, this, she's so mad that she done wrote the letter. <laughs> <clears throat> so how we going to keep helping this half up? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the tone. Who she thinks she is? Why don't she get off her tail? We ain't got no money for her. Bring the kids over here. Exactly. I can't pull the kids out of school. We got schools over here. But why didn't she get with him before she lost the house? What? Why didn't she talk to to the ex-husband before she lost the house? She did. The, the lady said in the letter she helped him out financially before. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to keep helping her. Yeah. Because she know you help. So yeah. never go back. Because she's yeah. playing on your heart. Right. All right. We got to get out of here. Uh, email us or Instagram us. Your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. And uh, thank you. Don't forget to join me for the after show live on Facebook every Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Coming up in 10 minutes, J. Anthony Brown will murder another hit and more birthday fun with the nephew. Happy birthday, nephew. Now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay, come on. You're here to murder another hit. Introduce him, Steve, as only you can. Oh, it don't take much now because we losing friends by the thousand. No, you're Ladies not going to lose anybody, Steve. I know. Yeah, he you're always not, say that, Nick. not. This is a simple. Shirley. Can I, he always says he it. He always man. say that, this but how many friends we done lost? We got about, about 12 people. Yeah. Simple, <laughs> simple song, yes. simple situation about a man who's planning a big weekend with girl and things go wrong. But before we do the song, can I do a shout out for somebody who listens to the show every day, Steve, in London. In London, England, every day on his app. Elroy, man. Thank you, man. Also, shout out to George Wallace's mama got another movie. Another movie. She got the lead in Jurassic Park. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. (laughs) You've already seen it. (laughs) She's amazing. They sent you an advanced copy. All right, here we go. (laughs) Hit it. Tonight I'm gonna treat you right. Got some cheap wine and some ice. A big box of chicken wings, mobile sauce, and a bag of rice. Girl, you'll be sleeping right. When I get through with you, hurry up and get it here. Let me show you what the Agra do. You see that I'm driving to my pad to clean up. Looks like it's struck by a volcano. Starting with your next flick with your baby. After that, we make our own porno. Get turned off, man. Hey, <laughs> do it in the dark, baby. <laughs>
Do it in the dark, baby. Man. You're not going to let that stop you, Tommy. I came you by your house. Your the place this. was dark. <laughs> feel your way through this, the baby. You got boys. wine and ice. We can make it in here. <laughs> oh, my You know God. how to survive, huh, Tommy? Okay. Wow. That is the worst but feeling Nick in the world. But naked, wide eyes, no lights. Mm. What are we worrying about? Oh, no. <laughs> all your stuff is hot, man. <laughs> all your refrigeration is hot, man. It's been Crazy. up all day. <laughs> you better turn that grill on and cook everything in there for you. I don't like the sound when they man. turn your lights off. Isn't your house real quiet when your lights off? Yeah. Cool. It's, it's, it good. Good. it's like a horror movie. Yeah. Everything go at one time. <laughs> <laughs> That was great, Jay, as always. Uh Good job, Jay. Yeah. All right, so we mentioned uh, before we got into Murder the Hit, Steve, uh, Marjorie had a clapback on social media. My wife um, went to Memphis for Mother's Day. Uh Uh-huh. And and her kids, you know, that's where they all were born, right? Mm -hmm. So they all went to see their mom and their grandma. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was just sitting on the front porch on the steps, Called it the stoop, stoop yeah. in Memphis, and uh, just took some pictures and posted it. You know, just having a good time. She, Marjorie told me she said, "Steve, I really enjoyed my parents this weekend. Man, they were so happy that I had come back home. But she, she hadn't been there in a long time, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just sitting there, someone they're sitting on the stoop, and she just posted the it. picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. family time. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's wrong with that? A lot of the Compliments were very, very complimenting. Oh, wow. Always good to go back where you come from. Good to stay humble and remember your beginnings. Uh-huh. And this one lady said to the effect that while your mama's still living like that in a house like that, you should you should have bought your mama a bigger house, all that money you got, and all this here. <clears throat> it's a shame that you ain't got your mama and them living no better than that. So, you know, the people started going in on the lady. But Marjorie's clap back was, mm-hmm. excuse me, my parents are very well taken care of. Yes, they are. Secondly, my parents don't want to move. You know, hey man, Marjorie's daddy, 80 something. Mm-hmm. About 84 now. About Good dude. 84 oh, years old, man. He built that house. Behind the house, he got all kind of extensions built on his house. Mm-hmm. Now, he don't they don't want to move. He the deacon at the church. She in the church. You know, they got their mall that they walk at. You know. Yeah, they don't want to move. Hey, man, they businesses across the street that their son runs now. You know, that's their life. They don't want to move. Old people don't want to move. She said, my parents don't want to move. But just so you know, I take very good care of my parents. You know, I just wanted to come home and see them. And boy, they lit whoever typed that. But her clapback was real, you know, because Marjorie's classy. My my, my well, clapback is different. You gotta explain it though. Yeah, you know, real. yeah, my clapbacks is different. Level so, one entry. Yeah. See, so my uh my digital team didn't want me to comment. No, they, they probably kept it from you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because they know because my clap's gonna be different. Because your claps is slapbacks. Yeah. Backs, slapbacks. <laughs> Backhand. Yeah. Backhand. <laughs> Backhand. Yeah. But that's the way it is. They just don't want to move, and you no. can't move them. When they feel get... comfortable where they are. Right. Know? When you get that age, yeah, yeah you they're don't They're happy like for your success, like that. That yeah. they're all that you have and all that, but that's not what they want. They don't want to move. 
I'm through putting anything on that social media. I ain't ever doing it again. You don't have to run from social media. And just like Steve said, I love what Marjorie said. She said she started to block you with your ignorant comment, but I decided to respond first. She takes excellent care of her parents. I know you don't want to respond to ignorant people, but, you know, right. she's only human. Right. And and you know what? Amen. Hey, man, let me tell you this. right. All right, Steve, listen, hold that thought. I know it's going to be good because that's your baby. <laughs> Don't nobody mess with your baby. But we'll have more <laughs> on uh, Steve Harvey's, Marjorie Harvey's clap back, okay? He's going to talk about what his wife said. Oh, my, this is good. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so I know you've been waiting. So, Steve, <laughs> I know it's top of, on top of your mind. Okay, so someone criticized Marjorie on social media uh, about uh, taking care of her family and her house and why doesn't she buy her mom and dad a new house because you guys can afford it, blah, blah, blah. And right. So, Shirley, she posted a picture, she being Marjorie, mm-hmm. and Steve, your wife, she posted a picture. She went to Memphis for Mother's Day. Yeah. And she went back. You know how it is when you go back home? Mm-hmm. She posted a picture of her sitting on the stoop. And saying, you know, I'm on the stoop. You know, old times back in the day, that type of picture, that's what it looked like. Yeah. And then someone responded saying that she should take better care of her parents, commenting on where her parents live. And so, Steve, you were talking about Marjorie, you know, because how we say sometimes you should ignore people on social media. Yeah, we always yeah, say that it's best, you know, yeah. because you don't want to engage them because that gives them life. And we don't want to do that, you know. Just let it go, and it'll it'll die out eventually. But no, the, because I'm sure it was because it was her parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're only human, and you know. Don't yeah, talk about yeah. That. Don't don't yeah. talk about. Don't no. Don't do me as far as that's concerned. So, uh, you were saying about Marjorie's clap back. Go ahead. I was just saying that they go on a minimum of four cruises a year. She travels to visit whoever she wants to visit. They come to our house, man. Dog, I've had my in-laws at our house for a month, six weeks. I mean, weeks. They not in the way, man. They the coolest people I've ever met, man. They fun. They nice. They, you know, man, they do their things, man. They got cars in both cities. You know, that, that when they come visit us, they got a car out here. Yeah. They got a car in Atlanta. And, and, and you saw Marjorie bought her mama that new car. For a birthday last year, I, I just but you know and pe- you don't people don't even get it. Man. They they live good, man. I mean, but they are the greatest people. I've never had a problem with so either one. Man, my in laws, so they sweet. the coolest people on planet Earth. Man. Yeah. Tommy came to town. Pop went down there to see. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, hey man, they they just good people. But it's just people. I don't understand people, oh man. They don't they don't get it like. You know, Tommy, and I think you should go back to posting stuff on Instagram because I was kind of torn with that, too. I wanted to use my Instagram and show aspirational living to inspire people. Yeah. Like like really show you the inner workings of how it works. Yeah, so you have something to dream about. You know, and and go, wow, man, you can get that. Hold up, man. You can wait. They make them because really they do, man. Man, they make a lot of stuff you never heard of. That because you know you got to know somebody, know somebody to get it, and I just wanted to start showing that on Instagram to inspire people because that's what inspired me. I started actually going around people who were where I wanted to be, right? You know, see mm-hmm. that, and that, and that's a real smart thing if you could do. Stop hanging with people from your past 
and start hanging with people who are where you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. See, people from your past have a tendency to hold you there. Start hanging around people who are where you're trying to get to instead of just people from your past. If you just hang with people from your past, you can't get Sometimes you have to drop people off. You have to give them up. But I'll do a great little Tommy story if y'all want me to. Yes. Yeah, that's a gift for us. Look at Team Tommy President. I'm Team Tommy. I just want to hear this. I probably never heard this Tommy, Tommy, I'll probably do a good one, though. Probably, keyword. <laughs> Why would you think it would be anything different, Tommy? <laughs> well, for his birthday, we thought it would be great for you to do a little Tommy story. And uh, that would be a happy birthday kind of like to us, too. Wow. And happy birthday, mm. Tommy. Wow. Yeah, man. That's, that's what you asked for. Mm. I hate this. Just <laughs> Well, well, well. Hi. Hi, little girl. Hi, Uncle Steve. <laughs> well, 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 it's been quite some time now. Yes, it but is. But I'm back. Uncle Steve, are y'all ready for another little Tommy story? Yes, Uncle Steve, it's been so long. Oh, yes, it Tommy. has. Oh, yes, it has. Mr. First Tommy. of all, let me just say from the bottom and the depths of my heart and soul, happy birthday to you, nephew Tommy. Thank you. Oh, thank you. He doesn't sound too happy, Uncle Steve. Oh, but he will be because this is going to be a little different, nephew Tommy. I remember a long time ago on nephew, on little Tommy's sixth birthday, he had just turned six. And oh, that's when we were still filled with the hope that he might be tall someday. Oh, what happened? Oh, we still hoping. <laughs> anyway. But he's 45 today, Uncle no, Steve. No, that's where you're wrong. He's 51. He's 51 inches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said it was going to be a nice story. Well, at least he can get into Disney World. Oh, but that's not on all of them. <laughs> Stop making me do this type of story. Let me tell you what. On his sixth birthday, all of little Tommy's friends came over to the house. You know, and some of his friends were not as fortunate as he. So it was poor kids everywhere. They didn't have money for clothes and everything. A couple of the kids was barefoot. Oh, and it just looked, it was a pitiful little party. Tommy had on his brand new jumper. He had bought, his uh, mama had bought him a a spectacular all gold jumper by Oshkosh and was glittered out for the birthday. And Tommy would sit there and realize how many poor friends he had. And you know what little Tommy did, everyone? Want to hear the rest of it when we come back? No. I think, yeah. Let's just leave this part right here. He's hard as as big as gold. We'll be right back with the rest of the show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, everybody. Back again. Hey, Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve is back. 
with a continuation of the nephew story. Before the before we went away, we were talking about the goodness of Tommy's heart. And oh, what a big old heart it is. He just gives and gives and gives. I was telling you on Tommy's sixth birthday, he wore a brand new jumper by Oshkosh, completely glittered out, all gold. He was fabulous that day. He had a little tap shoes on because he always wanted tap shoes, you know. Uh-huh. And he was just tapping away. He was just happy as he could be. Little Tommy decided to send everybody home with all the food at the birthday party just to help them out. And so everybody was wrapping up food and falling everything, and they was about walking past the door thanking Tommy and wishing Tommy a happy birthday, and I felt so proud of him because he had decided to treat others before he treated himself. But he realized that his friends was poor. He was standing around in burlap slacks. Burlap? Old cotton shirts. He was basically sitting there looking like a field hand. Tommy, having felt for them, decided to give them all the birthday food he had and let them take it home. These children was overjoyed, kids. Oh, man. That thought that they would have food and cake for their stomach all night long. That was so nice. And Tommy was standing at the door shaking everybody's hand, and I was standing there as his uncle going, look at this boy with a heart of gold given to people like that. And everybody left. And you're probably thinking, Uncle Steve, where the rest of the story at? Oh, because when everybody left, I shut the door and locked it. <laughs> I thought little Tommy had went on up to his room. I didn't check on him because I was never good at babysitting. So I went to bed. Two days later, I got a phone <laughs> Two days later, I got a phone call. Who was it? One of the neighbors that was at the party. They said, Uncle Steve. I said, yeah. They said, can we send Tommy home now? I said, send Tommy home. Ain't he upstairs in his bed sleep? They said, well, Uncle Steve, it's been two days now. I said, well, I didn't want to bother him. <laughs> Because I didn't want to watch him, so I just let him stay in his room. You mean to tell me he ain't in the room? No, he down here at our house. So little Tommy came running up to the door, huffing and puffing, breathing all hard. I said, little Tommy, little Tommy, what's going on? Hey, Uncle Steve, hey, Uncle Steve, I'm back. I said, what happened to you? Say when everybody was packing up their food the other day and leaving, somebody rolled me up in some fall. <laughs> Put me in their pocket, and I've been in their house for two days in their jacket pocket trying to tear my way out that fall. But I'm back, Uncle Steve. I'm, back full of I'm, not, I'm not doing this. Happy birthday, boy. <laughs> That's oh, how man. you wish I had a birthday, birthday like that. Oh, man, happy birthday, Tommy. 
Oh, man. Hell with y'all. But the size <laughs> of your heart, man, is what the story is about. It ain't the fact that you got rolled up. You Look at you on your birthday. Huh. I'm not 45. He's 45. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, the birthday boy is here with Sports Talk with Unc and Neff. What you got, Tommy? Birthday boy. All right, Uncle Steve, we're going to start Western Conference Finals, baby. You saw my boys. They came back, tied that thing up. It's one and one. With what you think? First, let's just say this. How about them Rockets? How about them, baby? Yeah. How about them Rockets? Junior? Ain't yes. you a Rockets fan? Dude, you better make some, your little, little skinny behind better right make now. some noise up in here. He's too fine right He's now to do, all of that. Yeah. to do all of that. <laughs> Ever since you got this that. tight sweater. That was, that was fat Junior did all that clapping. <laughs> and Junior don't, don't get involved. <laughs> right, Jay. <laughs> Absolutely. What you, you think, on? You think I got a game in the West? You think my boys are gonna show up when no, they get over to show up, to, up uh, in the West? What you, did you see? Did I you hope see the game? so, man. I hope so. Okay. Eastern Conference. Hey, man, Ron, do you Ron know Ron something? Man, Houston I, actually. Houston could actually win a title this year. I know. Yeah. They got to play. I know. They got to play like that every night. But though. They, but every single them. night. Can they, they play like, like that every well, night? Well, but now, but now, I want you to understand something. Golden State, Steve Kerr, they're going to go back and look at film. They're going to say, okay, because what they did the other day was outstanding. Oh, they did. Man. The way they passed the ball and got it. And then they got some help from some people that I ain't never even heard of. <laughs> you mean on the Rockets? Yeah. Steve, when you say that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Aresia, I know, but the other dude, I ain't know who the hell he P.J. Was. Tucker. No, I ain't no oh, TJ Tucker. Tucker. Was I know. Last Where the hell he go? <laughs> he had 22 points. He been, yeah. he been looking at the score sheet all night. He slept with the score sheet. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to tell y'all this. Me and Jackie go to the game. Mm-hmm. All right? Okay. We go to the game. Uh, uh, if you want to go buy a shirt, we go out and buy a shirt. We come back. It's, it's halftime. We sitting there. And all of a sudden, a couple next to us get put on the kiss cam. And then the kiss cam moves right over to us. Oh. So of course you got to kiss. Yeah, of course you got to kiss your girl. And then after that, mm-hmm. my phone and her phone is blowing up. Everybody saw us on the kiss cam. So that was that was that was our Aww, date night. That, happy yeah, that was birthday. our little date night. Thing. That's cute. So did you get a call from your side? Uh, Jay. <laughs> Just, was that was the moment, Jay, that you just ruined. <laughs> no, the moment's still there. I just asked a question. <laughs> you didn't ruin the moment, Jay. I didn't ruin the moment. The moment, the moment, the moment is over. He had the moment. A, the, president <laughs> Thank of, you, the president oh, of T. <laughs> Did you get a call from your side piece? <laughs> That's your loyal team member. Go ahead, team. The president. Oh, Jay, you ain't work for Jay, man. I'm the president of Team Tommy, man. <laughs> Steve, I think now is a good time for you to say something. <laughs> oh God! I don't, I don't understand the president of Team Tommy. Oh, oh so man, he dumb. gotta get, he gotta be the president of Hater Tommy. It's got to be. It's, it's not Team Tommy. I mean, oh, saw you on that kissing your wife. <laughs> like that's a what? bad let's thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. So the phone rings. <clears throat> Hello. You, you can't me? talk That's right now? I'm at work. No, you're I'm not at, at work. I'm at you're work. at the game kissing on your wife. Ain't nobody at no game. <laughs> I just saw you. You was on the kiss cam. I'm at, 
I can't even talk. Can't You're not. Why are you lying? You was just on the game. <laughs> Uh, we will be back. We're coming back with uh, Steve's closing <laughs> remarks at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time for your closing remarks. Um, today, I want to talk to you about a subject about how to succeed in spite of lack of support. Let me say that again. How to succeed in spite of lack of support. You know, uh, it's hard. It's hard. It really, really is to make it without a support system. But it's doable. But even if you don't have support around you initially, you can find support. Because, see, support doesn't have to be for your specific idea. It just You just have to have someone to support the fact that you want to become better. So the best way to do that is surround yourself with some people who want to become better. You don't have to become better at the same thing or have the same interests. Just the mere fact that everybody you start associating yourself with wants to be better, that is plenty of support. The fact that nobody believes specifically in your dreams, nah, you don't need that. But the fact that somebody will support your dreams no matter what they are because you dared to dream them, that's what you're looking for. So don't get too bent out of shape when people don't support your dreams. A lot of times people don't support your dreams because they just don't. First of all, they, they don't get it. God didn't give them the same vision he gave you. That's why sharing your dreams with people is so tough sometimes. Because if you want to kill a big dream, I've often said this many times before, but if you want to kill a big dream, then tell it to a small-minded person. That's the fastest way to kill it. But you can also kill it by expecting them to see what you see. Because they're not. They can't see what you see. God did not place it in their imagination. See, your your imagination is yours. Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It's to preview the life's coming attractions. One more time. Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It's to preview to life's coming attractions. But your imagination is also the evidence of things not seen, which is the second half of very, very powerful scripture. That says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Your imagination is the second half of that scripture. When they say the evidence of things not seen, it's a reference to your imagination. See, imagination is everything. It's the preview of life's coming attraction. But your imagination comes from God. So it is the evidence of things not seen. And the reason they say it's Evidence of things not seen because your imagination, you're the only one that can see it. You can't expect nobody else to see it because God didn't put it in their head. But your imagination is actually a preview of a coming attraction that God has for you. That's actually what your imagination is. If you could wrap your mind around that concept, folks, it would serve you well. Because I used to did not understand my imagination. 
Why does it keep going to all of these places? Why does my imagination keep getting away from me like this? Man, your, my, my imagination wasn't getting away from me. It was taking me places. It was taking me places through the form of imagination that I would dare to dream of. My imagination was so explicit and so big, it had me seeing stuff in myself that it had me seeing stuff about myself that I didn't know about myself. I didn't know that my imagination would take me here. And really, God has taken me further than my imagination because he has this thing called grace. So what it is, y'all, is, look, how do you succeed in spite of lack of support? Your dreams, your visions, your imagination, put them in front of you. Let that be your motivation. Sometimes you're not going to get support. I I don't get support for the majority of the things I offer to do. But I do it anyway. I step forward. I step out on faith. I jump. I take a leap. I hold my breath. And as I'm falling, I start to breathe. In. And sometimes when I'm falling, I have to hold my breath because I feel like I'm going to slam face first into the ground. But here he come like he always do. He come get me every single time. And don't he come get you? Yes, he does. That's it. I, 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 I don't have no more today. I think I just wanted to say that to you all. How do you succeed in spite of the lack of support? You just got to go through it, man. And get yourself around some like-minded people mm-hmm. and who want to be successful. Not exactly in what you want to be, but that's all you need. That's how it's done. I hope that was good. I Absolutely. Was good. That was yeah. very good. Yeah. Huh? That yeah. was very good. Very good. Sit down. Uh, yesterday was the last day of the talk show. Wow, talk show well, ended last yeah, day. Yeah, Emmy nominated Emmy winner. Whoa. That's right. What? That's right. Yes, boy. We did the damn thing. We just want to say thank you for honor my junior, but man, we thank <laughs> we, you we, so we damn much. We really do, we man. We thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you so and much. Let me tell you for the experience and for the man. ride. Yeah. First man, Congratulations. And let me tell you what's right up there with that. I'm hosting Hercules Sunday night. Uh, oh, <laughs> Amazing dog. Grace. Go ahead, son. <laughs> That's right up Amazing there with Amazing Grace <laughs> Conservatory <laughs> presents Hercules, Los Angeles, California. Come check me out. I'm with my girl, Wendy Rockhill. That's Wendy, Robinson. yes. I love her, man. N- Nate Holden, Performing Arts Center. 730 show. That's all I want to say. Hey, Tommy. Yeah. Happy birthday, man. We, we Happy ice cream time, hey, boy. Dog. It's ice cream time. Happy birthday, Tommy. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. (laughs) That's true. Go Cleveland. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.